0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. On this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Roush interviews Tyler McNeil, a senior public relations major and president of the Student Programming Board. Tyler tells us how SPB has adapted to this new norm on campus with their semester activities. And Dean Roush has to make sure that there will be food trucks. We also hear about Tyler's journey to becoming president, as well as his internship experience. My name is Mike Bachman and I'm the producer of the show. I'm also a graduate student in Quinnipiac School of Communications. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy and thanks for listening.
1: Welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about students from the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Dean Chris Roush and joining us today is Tyler McNeil. Tyler is a public relations major and he's also the president of the student programming board at Quinnipiac. Tyler, thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: So explain to the listeners what the student programming board is. What do you do?
2: So the student program board is, um, com- um comprised of all undergraduate students who work, um, who have e-board positions, along with our general board, who plan events throughout the entire academic year. We typically plan at least three events every week, uh, being traditional trivia Tuesdays, um, obviously on Tuesdays, along with uh, late night events every Friday and Saturday. In addition to these events, we do have uh, certain traditional events, such as Fall Fest, we bring comedians, performers. Uh, usually we have our big concerts such as Wake the Giant as well as our famous food events such as Food Frenzy and Nug Night. So we do quite a lot throughout the year. Um, and obviously with COVID precautions, things are certainly different, but we're still pr- basically producing the same um, type of events, amount of events uh, that we are used to.
1: So how has the board changed with the pandemic? How Uh, You've obviously had to make some of these events virtual. How how difficult or how easy has that been?
2: With virtual events, I wouldn't say they're very difficult to set up certain things. Um, We've definitely had our practice with, whether it be changing our traditional trivias or bingos to be virtual or hybrid. We have had quite a bit of practice with that, so we are comfortable with that right now. Other virtual events, we are able to work with outside vendors who have the skills and have had plenty of practice to do these types of events. So we have been able to work very closely with them, which has definitely benefited us. In terms of other changes we have done during COVID, we have done quite a lot of grab-and-go type of events where we can prepackage certain things, whether it be a craft or a stuffed, and students are able to take them back to their Dorms or wherever they may be living uh, as a way to maybe feel more comfortable, especially since space is more and more limited this year due to COVID and capacity restrictions and everything like that.
1: So, one of my favorite events on Quinnipiac's campus is Food Truck Friday. Are you guys responsible for that?
2: So, we are, we do bring quite a bit of food trucks and we do have a food truck event planned. So, that is us. We will be bringing six food trucks with three and um, like in shifts. So we have three and three. So we are very excited to be able to bring food trucks back. I know we got word about that a few weeks ago with uh, which food trucks we can get. So we're very excited to do that. And we still have some food truck events going on. Uh, we had one a few weeks ago and I know we plan on to bring a few more before the end of the semester.
1: How can I get more food trucks on campus is, is where I'm leading this to. <laughs> do I have any poll here? <laughs>
2: I talk to students. I definitely think students love their food trucks. I know it's been so hard for us not to be able to bring food on. So we're doing the best we can to get these food trucks up on, up on campus.
1: All right. If I can make a pitch, the cannoli food truck, very popular here in the school of communications, Dean Suite. Okay. (laughs) Good to know. Thank you. Tyler, how did you get to Quinnipiac? What was your, uh, what was your attraction to campus?
2: So uh, throughout my college search, uh, during high school, I truly did not know where I was going. I did not know what I wanted to do in the slightest. I was very open to a lot of different things. Um, Quinnipiac was in my top three choices. Uh, I liked Quinnipiac because of the amount of, I guess, flexibility with what I could do. I saw Quinnipiac as an area where it has so many different schools and programs that I was it was okay to try things like that's what I knew like it's I wasn't specified to like a school that is strictly like business schools like I wasn't going to a school where it was like it's either you just have business I felt like Quinnipiac had a lot of different options and that made me more comfortable in the sense that I didn't really know what I was where I wanted to go what I was doing so that was definitely a big pull for me
1: and had you visited Quinnipiac's campus before
2: Yes, I did visit, and I remember really enjoying it. I remember I visited, I believe it was April of 2016, and it was the first day of the year that hit above 70. So the quad was just covered with people. The campus was very alive. It was absolutely beautiful out, so it was a very good welcome to the school.
1: And uh, what was your interest in majoring in public relations?
2: So with public relations, that I definitely, think I was exploring a lot of different options I know that when I coming into orientation I was considered undeclared in the school of communications and I remember looking into different classes on the stuff and public relations I felt like wasn't really an area that my high school really talked about I felt like it wasn't as broadcasted as I was expecting it to be, especially with Quinnipiac. So when I found out about public relations, it did seem like an area that definitely interested me because in my opinion, there are a lot of different components with it and you get to work with a lot of different people. You're working with people, but you're not always at a desk. So there's a lot of interaction and it's a field that is 100% always changing and something's always going on. So that was definitely a big attraction to it.
1: Yeah, I think one of the difficulties that we have is that high schools don't teach public relations classes or anything remotely near that and so students who might be interested in this really don't know what the field is until they get here and maybe take a PR class or maybe take a, a COM 120 class was that the experience for you
2: for me i remember i decla- i believe i declared my major at orientation when making my schedule. I think that was an option. I, so I think I remembered looking into the classes when we got, because we all got like our little sheet that kind of explained things. And I remember looking into them and I thought, I was always told that, especially during college tours, like people will go into school and they won't change their major, and some people will change their major three times. So I figured I can say it, I can go explore this, and if I change my major at the end of the semester, I change my major. So I did go with um, the public relations major declaration, our orientation, went through my first semester here and took a few PR classes, um, as well as the comm ones that also, I feel like most comm classes always have a small section of PR attached to at some point in the semester. And it just always stuck with me. And it was an area that I definitely wanted to stick with.
1: So you've had a couple of internships uh, in public relations. Um, What has that experience been like?
2: So my first internship experience was the summer after my freshman year, uh, and it was working at Colette uh, Travel, which is a group travel agency uh, headquartered in Pateka, Rhode Island. Uh, So home state. So I was able to work in their headquarters. It was a very great experience because the team I worked with was very just very hands-on, very accommodating, uh, everybody very conversational, which I really appreciated. And there was always, we were always working together with certain things. So our section, um, included social media, public relations, copyright. So I definitely think I learned quite a lot because I wasn't, I wasn't in just one section. I felt like I was considered the social media intern, but I had plenty of times where I was working directly with not only the other interns, but the other um, people, the public relations de- director, the customer engagement director. So that was definitely a great opportunity for me that I always that I always look back on and I'm grateful for. And I'm grateful for that I was able to do so early on in my college career.
1: Do you feel like the classes you had taken your first year prepared you for that?
2: I do, especially because um, as mentioned before, public relations wasn't really an area that I was like, very well versed on right away and once I was able to get in those classes and just general calm classes as well I definitely it really showed me what the heart of public relations is what other areas of communications are that all can all tie in together and that's what I really saw during that internship
1: and now you had another internship this past summer correct
2: Yes, I, I did have a, another internship. I was the digital marketing intern for Vestium, which was a personal clothing company out uh, based out of New York. So that was fully remote due to COVID. So it was uh, very cool to be an intern for a company on that scale um, because they were all, it was basically like this company, they make their clothes fit for each individual client, which is an area that I really was not really aware of well known so it, that was a huge learning opportunity about that industry of custom clothing but I was also in an area where I was comfortable and working with other Q students who are interns working in this digital marketing area especially during the time during the times we're going through where social media is so big
1: is this clothing for men or women or for both both okay my my wife has a big stitch fix aficionado so she gets that box every month
2: She can definitely check out Vestium for great clothing.
1: All right. (laughs) Tyler, what else have you been involved in uh, here at Quinnipiac?
2: I've explored different areas, attended a lot of different general board meetings for other organizations, including um, during my first year I was on WQAQ as well as exploring uh, Quinnipiac R during my sophomore year. The past two years I've been a general board member for Italian Culture Society. I'm currently the secretary for Lambda Eta, which is the Communications Honor Society, and I was also a member of junior crew for Campus Life last year.
1: And just coming back to the student programming board, what, uh, what was your interest in getting involved uh, there?
2: I think that any type of events are just, they're fun. There's something to do on campus, and the school, every school I ever visited and toured, they always put the organizations and the involvement and what you can do on campus. What does a normal weekend look like at your school? A big pull for a lot of people, for every programming board at every school is the concert. So I did know SPB from that, as well as other events they were able to do. Cause I do remember looking into the different clubs and orgs before I started here. And it was an area where at my high school, um, that was really student council's job to do any type of events like that. So during that, Time I realized that there's an org where it's not student council where you're not running for anything, you can just join. So I made it a point to stop at the involvement fair my first year here. And I signed up, became a general board member, and I worked throughout the years. I had a hospitality position for Wake the Giant, our concert every year during my first year. And sophomore year, I joined Eboard as the travel chair. And then last year I was the uh, vice president membership, and then here I am today as the president.
1: And as president, did you did you come in with any goals or things that you wanted to uh, make sure happened during your year?
2: I have to think back to what my goals were before COVID because- um, Yeah,
1: we all changed.
2: <laughs> every, I'm sure every single one of them changed, but uh, I do remember coming into it, I always was very big on, I wanted to have people think of new and creative events every single week. That's definitely been the case, especially with, with certain restrictions we have, we're not able to do our traditional events. Um, and I was also very big on certain eternal things within the organization that I thought would make us run smoother and get rid of any, um, I guess, extra steps that weren't very necessary. I wanted us to run as smoothly as possible, as well as putting on the same great events we do. And I've been very proud of or e-board members with uh, some events that we've never done before that they're trying. And that's definitely what I wanna see because uh, we program events every single week. So we do have people that will come to every event. And then there may be some people that don't really know who SBB is, but um, with certain events, it's just right up their alley. So even if it's a new event that we're not used to, we're reaching a different audience that we've never really been able to tap in before. So it's always cool to kind of get that exposure to this new group.
1: And do you have like a budget for the entire year that you have to like plan as to how are you are going to spend your money?
2: Yes. So we are chartered through the Student Government Association and the way they started doing everything this year is semester by semester for um, budgeting. So we get our budget um, before the fall semester starts. And then we actually the uh, this last week and this week is when all the budget meetings are happening for spring semester. So we are currently um, in the process of submitting budgets for approval. So we uh, do always maintain a budget and uh, split it up uh, in terms of what our e-boarders want to do, uh, how much money we think they'll need for the semester to plan events, but we always try to be flexible.
1: Tyler, I'm going to put you on the spot. Favorite food truck?
2: My favorite food truck is um, Fryborg.
1: Why?
2: I think they have the best fries and I love getting all the sauces.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: that, that's my personal favorite.
1: Okay. And, and then when are we gonna see the L.L. Bean Boot again on campus?
2: The L.L. Bean Boot was actually not us. That was the Q bookstore who brought that. Oh. So you can uh, have a podcast with the bookstore.
1: Okay. All right, Tyler, we are out of time. I want to thank you for joining us on on Common Grounds and telling us about your story. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Dean Rausch.
0: That was Chris Rausch interviewing Tyler McNeil, a senior public relations major and president of the Student Programming Board. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by myself, Mike Bachman. A big thank you to Heather Popovics for running the social media. Our Executive Producer and Director of Community Programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. And be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. If you have a story to share or something you want us to talk about, then find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Olivia Schuler, a senior journalism major who was recently featured on Fox 61 in a special report. And in a world that's shifting under our feet faster than any other era in a lifetime, information and media access are critical. So stay connected, my friends, and we'll catch you next time.